Welcome to the Soul Tribe Podcast. The Soul Tribe Podcast was created to help you navigate through the world of spirituality, wellness, and self-development in an easy, grounded, and relatable way. We break down everything from the Akashic Records, manifesting, spirituality, and so much more. We want to help expand your boundaries and bring the spiritual world to you in a fun and easy way. Get ready to be inspired with tips, tools, and easy-to-digest information. Let's do this. Hey, Soul Tribe. Welcome back to another episode with Lorraine and I. Today's episode, we're going to talk about the journey, your spiritual journey, and the journey in general. Uh, The idea is to kind of go over the way we've seen spiritual journey for, for example, our students, common things we see and, you know, like maybe little tips and advice that we've managed to gather in the years that we've been teaching this and being Akashic Records readers ourselves. But at the same time, we kind of want to talk about like the journey of life in general and the things that we all tend to do as human beings. And I think the first thing that I would say about whether we're speaking about the spiritual journey or just like the journey of life in general is the number one mistake that I think that we all make is we compare ourselves to like other people. Totally. That, that for me is like number one mistake because it's impossible for you to like, let's say that you have someone next to you who went to college with you or something. Right. And they studied with you and they got the same, you know, grades as you in the beginning. And you know, you guys studied the same amount of time And then you find that maybe you guys finished college and college and that person got a really good job and is getting a, you know, getting paid more than you. And maybe you're comparing yourself to that person. And so in that scenario, it's the only explanation is literally your path is different from that person. Maybe you're not even supposed to be doing that thing. Exactly. Maybe you're supposed to be doing something totally else and that they are supposed to be doing that thing. That's why they're being more, they're more aligned with their path. That's, that's probably what they're here to really do. And that's why you're struggling with it more. Um, you know, there's so many reasons why we shouldn't compare ourselves to someone. That's just one, one of the really simple reasons why really. Right. Yeah. And spiritually speaking, like each of our journeys is so different. Like just looking at that aspect of our lives, you know, and for me, I totally resonate with this comparison, especially when we talk about the Akashic records or spirituality, I always constantly compared myself to you in that sense because you're channeling for yourself, you're receiving messages, and I wasn't. I just wasn't there. I wasn't supposed to be there at that time, I feel, where I wasn't ready. But my motivation was different than yours, though. Totally. And that, I mean, just that you can't compare, but I was. And it was subconscious. Your motivation was you wanted to connect. And my motivation was get me, get me away from these premonition dreams I'm done with. I'm like, my, my, I had a sense of urgency to connect, to just get rid of that. I knew the better I connected, the more serious I was about it, the more I did that, the less I had to deal with that over there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's I mean, that's why you cannot compare because everyone's going through something different and their journey, especially spiritually speaking, is always going to be different. But that comparison always. And even when I first started reading for other people, I kept saying, what would Lucia do in this case? Why am I not doing it like Lucia? Or why do my messages not come out all right? In the moment that I had to really work through that at the beginning, I was going to say for a good year. Uh, until I finally said, you know what, if I keep comparing myself, I'm never going to find out what kind of reader I actually am and how I really channel and what, and what reading for other people really means to me. And that's when I kind of let go of all the expectations and I started to just try to trust a little bit more and figure things out. Of course, I still, we still give each other advice and we figure things out together. But when I channel, I channel through whatever that is for me and I do not compare myself anymore and we can really get stuck in that a lot, I think. And I think it's a common thing because I remember when I did my, um, it wasn't. I didn't have that issue with level one because level one was what what la- allowed me to ha- no longer have those dream premonitions. That's why I get, came into it. Level so once I got into level two, that was gone already. I had already worked through that. But level two was wow. I managed to heal so many things, and I helped myself myself on my own so much. I think I'm kind of ready to like help other people. So that's why I signed up for level two, like immediately. 
And I remember seeing how the teacher that I had at the time was channeling. I thought, yeah, I'm never going to be able to do that. That's, that's crazy. How is she so confident about what she's getting? Yeah. I remember going through that. And so in your case, you, you had me in front of you to compare. In my case, I had, yeah, the teacher and stuff. So I I think that's a common thing. And that's the teacher probably, I never asked her, of course, but the teacher probably was standing in our shoes at one time in her life where she was beginning and was feeling not very confident about what she was getting. And so, you know, or maybe it's, not. It's a new, maybe that person maybe like yeah, was born not. with this gift and that's their journey and that's okay too. That doesn't mean you're not capable of doing your own spiritual connection or finding your own spiritual awareness. It's just a different path. You can't compare it. The moment we start comparing, we're not on our journey anymore. We're on somebody else's. Yeah. And I think the tricky thing is when you teach you know, when we have our, our classes and we, I don't know how many times in the course we say it, like you might just get one word and you might in the beginning just get a feeling like, you know, jot it down, whatever, whatever, you know, but accept whatever it is. Don't, don't expect too much from yourself. And it seems like the students understand it, but then we're, we always have, it's the most common thing. Um, they always want more. They always expect more. Oh, they think they're doing a bad job. And I guess they don't feel like, oh, I'm not really connecting. I'm not doing a good job. I'm not aligned. And you are. You're just in the beginning of your journey. You're just in the beginning of the path. Lorena and I were at the same place one day. And we both had to go through that whole process. The only thing is I, t- I decided to do this sooner. And I did it quicker than you, Lorena. Because of, like I said, my motivations to do it. And so when you were on the path, you were looking at looking at me going, oh, Lucia's at this point, because I had already been doing it for a while. And so that's what the students kind of do. They look at us now and they're like, oh, well, we want to get to that. Yeah. And you will, but you have to really respect and love every step of it. You know, I, I also went through the part where I'm like, am I, am I lying to myself? Like when I would give my, my own, give myself a readings, am I lying to myself? What is that? Is that my ego? Is that me? Yeah, I went through the, the process that we talk about in the course. You know, it really is that way. It really is something that everybody goes through. And so I think my best advice would be whether it's you're learning to read Akashic Records with us or someone else, whether you're learning to do some sort of like channeling of another type, whether you're learning to connect to your guides, whatever it is that you're trying to learn today, just respect at what point in the journey you are and don't expect too much of yourself or your abilities because you're building that up. You're, you're getting there. You're starting to learn how to receive and connect. And so just feel it and live it and be in the moment. And today you receive this and tomorrow you might receive more. Yeah, I totally agree. But also I think our journeys individually have also had these ups plateaus, downs, and then up. You know what I mean? It's been so varied. It's never this linear path either. And I know that sounds really cliche, but like what's coming to mind and what I was just kind of like thinking about was remembering when you were here with me in the Cayman Islands. And I remember not only just myself, but mom and dad telling you, Lucia, you need to be doing this Akashic record stuff full time. Oh, I forgot about like, that. Like, you need yeah. to be... What are you doing with your life? Like, stop. Like, this is your thing. Why aren't you doing it? And I, in, my, in my mind, I never crossed that I'd ever do that, right? Like, it was just like, that's Lucia's thing. It's not mine. I'm not there. I never even imagined being a reader for people ever in my life. It was literally this light bulb and this download I got. And it was life-changing. But that's what I'm saying. You don't know. And, and, and until sometimes you say, well, I'm going to take this challenge on and this is my journey. I don't know what it's going to look like. It looks nothing like this person or my teacher or this other friend that does it or this reader I used to get readings from. Mm. It's individual and I have to go on my own path. And that's like that, that saying, like, yeah. it's, not about, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey, right? Yeah. I love that because I think that's really I think what it's, it's about. I think it's really cool if I told the story of, like, how how it all began for me for the, for the spiritual journey. I'm going to make it short. I'm going to do it long, but like the gist, of, and I've talked about this before, how 
um, mom, I was really, I was a baby and I was basically very sick. The doctors didn't know what I have. I was dying. The doctors kept telling my mom like, yeah, I'm sorry. She's not going to make it. She's, she's going to die. Um, until my mom ended up, um, getting the contact of a psychic lady and she literally, that was like her last resort. So she, you know, went to the psychic lady and then this lady was able to kind of, it's almost like scan with her hands and figure out what's going on inside of the body. And then literally through what she saw and, and, and they managed to find a doctor that would work with the information of the psychic apparently. And she also did some work on her side with all that put together that ended up saving me. And the, she became like a grandma, right? So she, she till this day is like a family member now. So she, she went from being a complete stranger to being a family member. But um, she supposedly handed me over to my mom the first time that um, mom had gone there. And she said, listen, she's going to be big. She's going to grow up to be big. And when she's, when she's older, she's going to give, send, give messages to people. She's going to dedicate her life to giving messages. And my mo- mom, like mom would constantly tell me this when I was a, like an angry teenager, like I was in my rebellious stage and she's like, no, cause you're here to give messages. And, and I'm like, no, F this. Like, <laughs> like I was, I was being, I always felt the, like, I always felt like they were making me go, have to go down. I have to go down. Like I had the contrary to other people who might have a family where like they're not into that or they never talk about that or they can't talk about that. When my scenario was mom was constantly reminding me that I was supposed to give messages yeah. all the time. And I fought it till the last minute, like, and the only thing that made me change my mind was they made me like the spiritual side went, okay, you know what? That's it. We got to make her. And they gave me those dream premonitions that like made me want to just like leave this planet. I was done. I was like one more year. It was three years. One more year of these dream premonitions and seeing aviation accidents. I'm out. I'm done. And, um, and then they ended up telling me, I ended up going to, to get an Akashic Records reading and they told me the way to get rid of this is to learn to read records, to learn to use your brain to receive information. And it's like I was kind of thrown there, right? So I learned it and it went away. And I kind of, okay, it went away. I'm done. Like I did level two because I wanted to help. But then I kind of still wanted a normal job and I wanted to have a normal life and, you know, have a normal paycheck and all those things that they teach you you're supposed to do. The program, right? Yeah. And so I was constantly fighting that, trying to have a normal job, but still having readings on like, you know, my time off or my, my weekends, putting it to the side. Right. Um, and so mom was always re reminding me of that. Lucia, what are you doing? Why are you, why you have this job and it's pointless and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and so I had a lot of motivation to push, push myself in that journey. And whenever I came off of it, if it wasn't mom trying to throw me back on it, it was, you know, my grandma, the psychic lady trying to throw me back on it. She constantly told me, what are you doing? You should be in the healing environment. You should be doing healing. This is your thing. This is what you're here to do. And I was like, no, I'm done. Why does everything have to be all about healing all the time? I remember, I remember you saying so, that. I was so angry about it. And like any time that I wanted to do a project, I remember mom would say something like, don't share it. Keep it quiet. You know, it, it will cut off if you don't. What? What's up with the stupid rules all the time? Why can't I share things with people? And I remember like every, every energetic rule that was taught by mom and grandma, I was always getting mad about it. I was like, why can't we just be normal family? Why can't we just have a normal life? <laughs> yeah. I remember it's very different. That. I think I realized that more and more through us talking about it on the podcast, how I, I don't think I realized that when we were younger, I thought that was normal. You also didn't get that. Yeah. But you also didn't get that pressure. They gave me that. No, but I'm so not talking about the, the pressure. I'm just you. talking about like making it so normal to have all these spiritual things around us. I, I thought that was normal, but at the same time I didn't, I don't know. I, I think I just kind of brushed it off a little bit. I thought it was normal until one day I commented it to like mom had friends over. I said, Oh, because my, my, my grandma, the psychic lady said, and my mom was like, shut up. <laughs> I was like, what? We're, it's a secret. I was like, we're not supposed to tell anybody. Like we were so open about it all the time. Like, Oh, and then like mom put me aside and like, you don't tell everybody. I'm like, why not? She's like, cause does, everybody doesn't believe in it. And that's when I learned, like figure out who you can talk to <laughs> about it. And figure out who you can. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. It's something I was just thinking about how 
how these journeys can look so different and they can have their left turns or right turns or ups or downs. And ultimately, you, you know, if you're open to receiving and you're open to going down that path and, and taking that challenge on, you're going to end up where you need to. It might take longer or shorter, but you need to trust that path, however windy it gets, right? And I think ultimately it's funny because if we think about it, I think I'll, I have a lot to do with your path too, which I didn't think I ever did. Because after you moved away, that's when things started to, to move in that direction for both of us more with the podcast, with that message, that download, and, and then me getting into it. And then it just all kind of started to snowball more, more and more. And it's beautiful, but we never imagined it being that way. Do you know what I mean? So that's also no, something to think about. Like, you don't know how things are going to, it's like when we talk about manifesting, it's like, you don't know how that thing's going to come into your life. You have no idea. It might be through a person you know, it might be because you got a download, it's, it'll come, but you need, to, you need to be open to receiving it, however that is. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, I, if you weren't here, I wouldn't have done the podcast ever. There would be a lot of people that I would never have reached or read. Yeah. You know, there's, there's I think with, without you, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have been more open about it. Yeah, and I don't think I would have ever gotten into that if you hadn't gotten into it. You know what I mean? Because you're always, you're always, you're and like I would have gotten into it if mom wasn't into exactly, it. <laughs> no, and I think mom, I think we have to give her more credit than we normally do because it's like, I think through her journey with maybe you being ill and a lot of other things, even before that, I think she was still very spiritual in her own way. She she paved this way for yeah, us. She yeah, she paved this way for us. So well, she said it. She said it herself that she was made. They made her go to church. And she said that she had made the decision that she was going to let us decide whatever religion or whichever way we wanted to live spiritually. Obviously, when I was young, I didn't know that. But then when she told told us when we were older, I'm like, oh, that makes sense why all my friends were going to church and we never did. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, if we wanted to go, she would take us if we wanted to go. But she never insinuated for us to go anywhere or follow any religion ever. Mm. That's, I think that's a beautiful thing for for someone yeah. to give you that freedom and then you really using your free will to do what you want and to feel out a situation and to go down a path that you feel is right for you. Because when you force people, it's just, you know, it's like, why are you trying to connect spiritually? Like, what is your purpose with it? Is it just to be cool or is it to be like, is it because you need it? So you have to always find the why behind everything. Because if you're forcing something that you're not ready to do, like I was... Or you want to look like you're doing the right thing. Yeah. So that could be a thing. Yeah. And, I, and like you said, we got into all this a long time ago, before even people in the States even, I think, were even talking about the Akashic Records. And now it's like normal, which to me blows my mind because we weren't it's talking quite, yeah. about it because it was like, what are, people were like, what? What language are you I talking? Mean, I got my first reading. It must have been 15 years ago or 14 years ago. I'm thinking and back and to like, me, I was like 20 something. So that's like, yeah, it's almost 20 years ago, 18, 20 years ago. Oh, it was more than. Yeah. Wow. A long time ago. Yeah. So I don't, I, we probably studied it 15 years ago, or I don't remember how long you've been doing it, but we studied level one. Well, I, I, I didn't know the number, so I, lo I looked at my first certificate because quite a few. I went to quite a few teachers because I didn't feel comfortable with any of the teachings. And now I know why. I've, now that we've created our own manual, I know why I wasn't comfortable with... I, I mean, I was comfortable with the material, but just the concept, the philosophical concept behind the way they wanted you to accept the Akashic Records and bring it into your life. There was a lot of things I was like, ah, that doesn't align with me. And that goes to show you, you could have a teacher and maybe that teacher's your part of your journey, but you're not supposed to be exactly like that teacher. If we had followed our teachers, we wouldn't be teaching the way we're teaching now because oh, gosh, we're no. like, no, <laughs> we feel like it should be this way. We need to respect that everybody's different. And that's a lot of what our course is about. So that's a good, that's a really good example of, you know, follow your own journey. Yeah. And I think this episode really came about because of some of the, I want to use your like word struggle here. Some people coming forward to us with their struggles to connect or outside of the Akashic records, even right. Like their own struggles spiritually. And, you know, I think there's this really 
crazy energy right now and for the last many years of things just being like automatic and like, let me just buy this online. It comes here and and like, I get the same day shipping. Let me just buy this tomorrow and then I can do this the next day. It's like everything needs to be immediate and right away and there's no waiting and I can't wait because I have too much anxiety. And it's like, no, that's not how spirituality works. And especially not when you're connecting and when you're learning something new. Lucy and I sometimes refer to, for example, reading the Akashic Records like learning a new language. You don't learn that in a day or in a week. You need to practice that a whole lot for you to become comfortable with that energy and being able to just channel. And It is another language because you're receiving information through a vibration, through another frequency, and you're learning to read that in a way. Totally. But at the same time, it's like, why are we trying to rush it? Why are we trying to make this? Like, I, don't, I can't study this. And like, maybe you could. Some people already, because I feel like that person might have already had that gift and they were already kind of doing it in their own way because that does happen to a lot of people. And I think for you, even though you started channeling right away, you still had to practice a lot to become more attuned to that energy. But I think there's this idea of some people thinking that things need to be immediate and right now. And for me, that was not the case. Like, it took me literally years. I was holding myself back, first of all, but it was also the expectation, the comparison, so many other things that were blocking me and my self-love, which in turn was me not believing in myself, not trusting what I was receiving or even thinking or anything, which held me back from feeling like I was channeling and receiving. So there might be a lot of different things holding you back and don't expect this journey to be linear and to be like immediate. And we're, I'm not just talking about the Akashic records here. I'm talking about anything spiritual. It's a, it's a journey. There's a reason why it's, it's a journey. And there's a reason why you can't go from point A to point B. So immediately sometimes there's learning lessons and there's struggles in between that take you to that point B to that final destination in a way where it'll be so much more fulfilling. And I think there's also this idea of like, I don't want to struggle. I don't want this to be difficult. I just want it to be easy and I want things to happen and that's it. And it's like, what do you get out of that? You don't learn anything from that. That's where we actually advance, expand, grow from that struggle, especially spiritually. So if you are going through something difficult, if you're having difficulty spiritually, take that as a sign to, that you're, you need to grow in some way and that you need to learn a lesson. And you need to look at that shadow. You need to look at those doubts. You need to look at those things that you're, not, that you're afraid to look at or that you're ignoring or brushing off and realize that that is part of that journey. It's, it's not, it's, I think it's like the vision I get is like, you just want to pick those struggles up and move them out of your path. It's like, no, you need to like become one with them and then walk and like walk past them. And then you're, you're done. It's not picking them up and they're going to be there anyway. Cause if they're not in this part of the path, they'll be up front in your path in a few years or in a few months or in a few weeks, they're going to be there. You need to learn something from them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, while you were talking, they were, cause you were talking about like why we're in a hurry and things like that. And what I was getting from the cash records was what did you do today? They put it in the form of a question. So they made me write it down while you were talking. And then they started explaining to me that this is goes for everybody, everybody, no matter what stage in life you're at, no matter what age, no matter what you're going through, we should all spend a semi second in the day where you go, let me do one thing of meaning. And that meaning doesn't mean like something grandiose, something huge, like a big deal that takes a long time. Meaning is like, you're in the middle of like your day and it's busy and you stop and just maybe for example, message a friend that you know is going through a tough time and say, Hey, I was thinking about you. How are you doing today? So that was your one act of meaning in that day. Yeah. Or you stop in the mirror and you give yourself love and you say, you deserve the best. I love you. You're doing a great job. So it, it could be, a, it's a millisecond of your day. It's like a tiny second of your day. And you do it once every day. You have to do one little thing of meaning every day because we get so caught up in our journey, they're telling me. We get so caught up in our journey that we're not able to stop and just take in one thing, one little thing of meaning. And that is like a vibrational change that I will kind of like, I want to say it's like snowballs, but it's not like a snowball because it doesn't get bigger. It's just 
it starts giving a, a little, it's like a little ripple of vibration that enhances your, your, it, it improves your day. And then it felt so good and it made you feel like really great that you stopped that tomorrow you're going to remember to do it. And the next day, and imagine in a whole year, you did that 365 times. And then there's something called tough love too, right? Which I think a lot of us don't, don't do for ourselves. We need to, we need to give ourselves tough love sometimes. It's like, let's put this in the context of fitness, right? It's, wow, I want to lose 20 pounds or whatever, five pounds, 10 pounds, but I'm not eating healthy. I'm not going out for walks. I'm not exercising. I'm actually doing the complete opposite and completely ignoring myself and my health. You need to give yourself some tough love there. It's okay. I know I'm not eating healthy. I know I'm probably not taking care of my body as much as I should. I still love myself, but I need to give myself tough love now. And I need to really like kick my butt and get in action and take action. Because I feel like sometimes it's, it's, it's easy for us to say, well, I'm doing everything I can on this. And sometimes it's like, are you? Maybe you need to do more. You know, like, so you know, that reminds me of what I was thinking today, today. Um, so I'm usually really busy with Aurora back and forth and I've been having to cut down my workouts cause I don't have enough time. Like when I, when I'm in the middle of workout, I look at the time like, Oh, I have to go pick her up from school. And so, um, today my partner's mom was going to pick, pick her up. And so I had like, I didn't have to look at the clock. Like I literally could continue my workout and fit, fully finish it. And so Sander comes to me and says, well, why don't you, he's like, Hey, you, you have the rest of the afternoon off. Why don't you just go and relax? I said, no, I'm going to go work out. He goes, no, you should just go and relax. I said, no, I'm going to work out. Because, and then I sat down and I said, yeah, I think I want to work out. But then I thought to myself, I spend more time. And even though I'm working for us and for myself, but I thought I spend more time working, even though it's something I love, I said, I spend more time working than I do making sure I'm physically aligning myself like yeah. physically as in like working out which I do I, I do make sure to move around and I'm biking back and forth to drop off Aurora to school so I end up doing like 30 minutes of bike but still like the act of going going I'm going to do this workout and just say I'm doing it for myself I'm doing it for my body I'm doing it for my health like I thought it should that shouldn't be something people are too busy with their jobs we shouldn't be we should be more busy with our bodies than our jobs like we're totally living the totally wrong life the health our health is so important right now. We, I mean, what's happened in the world in the last year and a half hasn't shown us that, then I don't know what can. But that tough love is needed. We need to give ourselves that tough love. It's like, I wake up every morning at like 6, 6.30, and I go for a walk straight away. So I brush my teeth, wash my face, get my, my workout clothes on, get my podcast on, and I walk out the door. And do you, do you think I want to go out every day to walk? I'd rather just sit here and just like sip my coffee and just chill out, of course. But I know going for that walk is going to make me feel better. It, it sets me up for a great day. It makes me feel relaxed. I don't start my day off stressed. But I have to give myself that tough love every morning. It's like, come on, Lorena, you can do this. You're going to feel so much better afterwards. I know you don't want to do it right now. But once this is done, you're going to be like so much happier. And it's true. Every time I feel like, wow, it's given me energy. Cause that's the only movement I get in my whole day. I'm sitting on my butt all day. So I have to give myself that tough love and be realistic. And I think it's the same thing with spirituality. It's like, am I brushing things off? Am, am I not looking at these shadows I need to look at? And am I fully allowing and trying to heal myself? Or am I just trying to feel good right now? Because you're not going to always feel good when you're on a spiritual path, be it learning to read your Akashic records or learning to heal yourself or allowing yourself to heal through somebody's help, for example, you, you need to give yourself that. It's not comfortable and it's not always going to be comfortable and you're going to doubt yourself. You're going to not want to do it, but you got to do it anyway. It's part, if it's part of your path and you really believe in it, then you have to give yourself that tough love. That's how it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just, I think sometimes I think I, if you think like outside, you put yourself out, like you zoom out, right? You put yourself outside of the scenario of life in general. And you sit there and you just look at humans and how they live. Like, don't even consider yourself a human. Look at the, look at it so outside that I you just do that look sometimes. at it from a spiritual place. <laughs> yeah, I love doing that. 
Okay, everybody wakes up in the morning. It's insane. And they're usually in a hurry. Well, now most people aren't commuting, but those, you know, still, you're you're getting up in the morning. You have to get up in the morning to go for a job, usually, that you don't really like to make enough money to be able to live when... What, how did our ancestors live? I, mean, I don't know when this decade, you know, when things changed to the point where, like, you lived off your job. But there was a point where our ancestors would probably get up in the morning to go farm and because that's how they lived. And so that's different because you're working with Gaia. You know? You're probably working... In that case, you're working with Gaia. You're working to, to, for your own food supply or for the community's food supply or however it functioned. But... Nowadays, you're getting up to go to work for someone to help that person make more money. So you get a small portion of it as your paycheck, right? You dislike your job. You can't wait for Friday because you can't wait to get out, to no, not have to go to that job, right? To have free time to enjoy your life. I'm pretty sure, and I don't have everybody's contract open, obviously, but I'm pretty sure none of our souls said, yo, that's a great idea. Let me go down to the boot camp that is Earth, the, the most difficult life I can incarnate into, because that's what Earth is, the most difficult incarnation ever, <laughs> at least right now. Let me go down there and incarnate that diffi- the difficult situation, and let me get a job I hate and just do that for 80 years. Well, okay, for 70 years, 65 years. Let me do that hate everything I do, be made to have to go to a school, sit down and behave and listen to authority all the time. Oh, and then let me, you know, get that job that I hate and then spend the, the rest of my 40 years after that paying for a house. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> insane. You know? Yeah, no, no, no. It's insane. No one signed up for this. No soul signed up for this. None of us did. We're just stuck I think in a sometimes system. it can be part of your path in the sense like certain people have jobs in this world to help others. You know? Yes, I agree with that. I, I, I do that. feel that way. So in that sense, I think, yeah, there is a reason why there are jobs, but there, I, I do feel like there's a reason for you also to get out of it. You've experienced it. You know you hate it. It drains your energy. It makes you feel like crap, but you're, uh, you're not letting yourself move on or do something different because of whatever reason. You might feel stuck. You might feel like you're not worthy. You or might, the fear of not finding another exactly. one. Exactly. The fear of what will happen if I don't have this job? What will happen if this is gone? So you get in that, that mentality of lack, the mentality of like, there's never enough and, and the universe isn't going to provide for me and I'm never going to be supported. And then that's when you start to lose control. And it's like, how do you get out of that? You have to really start looking at yourself and, and your shadow and why you're doing what you're doing. But that's why I also yeah. think like what we talked about in the other episode, it's like, I think we are going to move. And this came up, I think with Foster we are going to move more into community living and more into helping each other and supporting each other because I don't think what we're living right now is sustainable long-term, not only for, not sustainable for Gaia to, for mother earth, but for us and our health. And I've been, I've been like, you know, I've been obsessed with that. I've been looking into that. I've been feeling that big time. I don't know how far away that is, but that is, that is the way we are supposed to go back to. And the catch words I've been talking about since the beginning of the pandemic they were saying, start learning to grow your own food. Start learning to do this. We're supposed to go back to communal kind of living, living and taking care of each other. And right, like putting yourself together with like-minded people that create, a, you know, we take care of each other. And we really know that we care about it. And we're taking care of each other. You're no longer are giving all your power over to an authority, whether that be a town, a government, a job, a, you know, whatever yeah. it is, a church. It could be anything that you can list there. But, um. I really feel that. I really feel that that's the way that we're supposed to head towards. That doesn't mean everyone's going to do it. Of course not, Because everyone's going to use their free will, but those that do are going to be aligned with that, and they're going to be able to enjoy their lives more because there'll be more free time, and you'll have more time to do those things. So I really hope that that it does come to that. Um, And I've been talking about the Ubuntu movement, which I'm obsessed with now, and I mean, I, I was sharing it on the Patreon the other day, but um, also the plan is for us to share the episodes of um, the explanation of like what a Ubuntu movement is. It's about like, I think it's about eight episodes in total on Gaia. And so I wanted to share one link at a time per week on the Instagram. So if you guys are following us on Instagram, watch out for those. We're going to post um, and share one episode a week where you guys can go and for free watch it on Gaia if you don't have it 
um, watch it and start discovering what the Buddha movement is. Because if I'm feeling it, I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of other people feeling it. And I think it's very cool the way Michael Tellinger got it all together and, and looked at, like, because he studies ancient history and stuff. So he discovered it from there and kind of evolved the idea and looked into how it would work. Um, and I love it. I, I totally, it totally vibrates with me. And I think, I, I hope that more people find out about it. That's why I'm sharing it. I hope more people find out about it and look into it because the more of us that know about it and feel like that's the way to go, the easier it's going to be for us to kind of get into that movement and start creating it into, into different towns and in and, and different countries. Right. I feel like we're going to be pushed in that direction. A lot of us, not all of us, but a lot of us. And then before we know it, we're all kind of, and it doesn't only have to be in our physical living. It could be with work. It could be with our friends and the way we kind of interact in life. Like the interactions will change. I do feel that, which I, I think is fascinating and really exciting because why wouldn't we want to be living like that? We kind of are with the podcast in itself, right? We have a, a little community here. We're, we're trying to be there for each other. And why can't we do that more, right? And it's amazing the feeling because, you know, we're, we're, we don't know how the person feels that's sitting on the other side of listening to this podcast. But when we get feedback from people they feel accompanied. They don't feel alone. Maybe we said something like, Oh my God, I'm not the only crazy one thinking that or feeling that, or, you know, or maybe you just feel like there's someone there that's, that's kind of feels the same way or going through the same thing as you. And that makes you feel better. Just getting those emails and people telling us those, that those things, it, just, it makes you feel connected and yeah. you, you know that it's a community, even though you can't all physically be together, it is a community. And those people listening to us feel that way. And that's, it's amazing and we should we should that should be everything around us. Like that should be our community. We should be creating that. Yeah. I love that. Um but I also want to go back to one thing before we kind of round up this episode. Um cuz I think just going back into the, how things are moving so quickly right now and we all expect things to happen in a specific way and form and timeline. It's like there is no quick fix. Some things can happen quicker than others for certain people. I, I agree. And that's because that might be part of your path. But for the, for the majority of us, there is a timeline that we need to respect. So we can't try to control that. We can't try to find like a quick fix. And it is us putting in the work and dedication to anything. You know, even with this podcast, when, when I think about that, it's like, you know, I remember when we had one listener, <laughs> You know, and we were putting so much time in and it's like, we just got to keep going. You keep going. You keep going. There's something that's going to come out of this. I trust it. And I know people need to listen to this. This is going to lead to something bigger and it, and it keeps growing and growing. And it's not about anything more than connecting with people and making sure that we're all, you know, we're here for each other. But there's no quick fix to that. If I ex expected thousands of downloads the first day I put up an episode, I would have given up the first day. And you would have too. And that's not the way it works. It's, there's a process. There's a divine timing. And we need to respect that. And we need to flow with that. And there is no quick fix. So yeah, I think as long as we can understand that and respect that and really just take our time work on our patients, work on ourselves, we're going to get there. We're definitely going to get there. I was talking about this the other day on Patreon, how one day I realized that I went from like trying to get things done, like oh, I'm done with this already, to actually... So I have phases, and that, that makes sense because we all go through phases. I have phases where I'm like, oh, I have to get this house clean. Like I was talking about with the foster... Like, I think I have the house clean now, and then I hate, I'm doing the whole thing, I'm hating it, and then I complain about it when I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Great. But I have these moments where somehow I'm just right it, I'm in the, I'm just cleaning the house, and I'm totally content while I'm cleaning the house. And I've realized when I'm doing that, those are the weeks that they don't feel like they're going by so, so, so quick. It's like, yeah. It feels like I'm just, it's just, I, I just am. You're I just present. Am. That's why. Yeah. So like I'm folding laundry and I was like, just, and I was, maybe I'm listening to a podcast in the background, but I'm like totally content 
with folding the laundry and, you know, and I'll stop and I'll drink, you know, who, for those who know what mate is, is Lorraine and I drink mate, which is like... I don't drink it anymore. Green, oh, I drink it every... I still drink it every day. I have no more caffeine. I've never stopped. Yeah. Well, it's teina. It's the same thing, right? It's, it's stronger. Tea. Mate is way stronger than, than coffee. I love mate. I, I, it's funny. I wake up in the morning and then I usually... I don't... I'll have like my water from my copper, my copper bottle. I'll drink some of that first. And then um, I'll wait a little bit. And then, then I'll be like, okay, I'm going to have some breakfast. And I'll have decaf coffee. Yeah. That's probably With better. Like oatmeal. Oh, no. I was, yeah, yeah. I was, no, no. I was bad. And then after I have my mate. Oh, no, I was bad. After I used to have mate, like a liter of mate in the morning. And then I'd have a coffee in the morning and a coffee in the afternoon. Of course, I was having heart palpitations and I was not able to sleep well and I was having panic attacks and anxiety. So cutting out caffeine out of my life. So I'll have a decaf coffee per day sometimes. Sometimes I won't because I love the taste of coffee and I miss that more than the mate. There is no decaf mate. (laughs) So I don't drink. Yeah, I don't drink uh, coffee for the caffeine. I drink it for the taste. So I'm fine with decaf. Just yeah. yeah. It's just like the tradition of the morning of having the coffee. But then I'll make my, then I'll make my mate. I have half a liter a day. I love that. I, I don't miss it anymore. I used to miss it. I think it, about two months ago, I was like, actually, you know what? I'm fine with it. I'm fine without I'm it. Gonna, I'm good. Too much information. I love it because it makes you poop. Some people <laughs> say coffee makes you poop too, but I don't know. Whatever. Oh, not like mate. Guys, if anybody's listening has problems doing poopy, <laughs> Google mate, Uruguayan drink. And you'll you'll get yourself some, like buy it online or whatever if you can, and drink that because literally it's the best. It's the best thing to poop. I love it. <laughs> it has more antioxidants than, than green oh, tea. Oh, of course, yeah. But it, yeah. it is a strong stimulant, and you can really get addicted to it. That's the problem. Caffeine. Well, if I caffeine stop, yeah, is if I a drug. Like, it, I'll get a headache. I think yeah. some of us don't realize how much of a drug caffeine is. It's insane, and you can overdose on it. And you can have some serious um, issues with it. So, anyway, we got a little off topic there. But no, so um, what I was, what I was the presence. Is, like, I'll be folding my laundry. Yeah. yeah. So I'll be folding my laundry content. And I'll stop for a second and take a sip of my mate and go back to folding laundry. And it's like, that's when I'm like, I don't get frustrated. I don't get mad because I ended up taking three to four hours to clean the house and do laundry and this and that. So it's like, there are weeks where I do really good and I'm like, very present with the tasks I'm doing and there are weeks where I'm like not so great at it but um you guys should give it a try like if I don't know if you guys have ever done that but like even if you're doing tasks like hate that you hate like cleaning the house just put something on in the background you like to listen to put us on in the background (laughs) good idea (laughs) yeah and then like clean clean like I clean I clean the bathroom usually listening to Gaia I, I put podcasts like I want to clean alien too. Alien stories in the background and clean clean the bathroom. Yeah. So there's something about aliens and cleaning the bathroom, Lorena. Like if I'm in the bathroom, I really prefer an alien story. I don't know why. Mm. I listen to a lot of fitness stuff <laughs> and spiritual stuff, but yeah. yeah. But I don't know if you want to add anything else before before we go. Uh, we have a few no. things you want to mention, obviously, before we go. Um, so first of all. I know a lot of you might not know we have a Patreon. Lucia mentioned it a little while ago. So we have our own Patreon page where we channel. It's kind of like an extra podcast episode per month, but it's in video format. And as well, we channel our own messages for our Patreon members. So from the Akashic Record, sometimes it's Oracle cards, sometimes it's meditations. It's, it's all types of stuff. We, we kind of just go with the flow and whatever comes through that month, we channel. Um, and we, we did, I think it was in May... Was that in May or April? No, it was in April, right? We did our call, our Patreon call. Yeah, so we're in July. So we have we have another Patreon. Was, I don't know if it was March or April. I don't remember, but it was a few months ago. Um, so we've decided to do another Patreon uh, member call. So what we do is basically invite all of our Patreon members to hop on a Zoom call. We all chat. We don't have a drink. We just kind of talk about anything spiritual or non-spiritual you can bring your mate yeah you can you can do whatever you want um and the idea is for us to all get to know each other because it is like a small community so if you guys are interested in joining in in that uh call you'll need to be part of the patreon so make sure you join um we will leave that link on the show notes so you can have that information there and just click on the link and join us we'd love to see you there so 
definitely uh, consider that. And you'll have access to all of the things that we've channeled from months ago. So you have access to the whole library, which is really cool. And it's a lot of different, different information from what you'll receive on the podcast. It's like our safe place where we go deeper and we talk about more controversial, possibly controversial things. So if you're open to that, great. If you're not, Maybe, Maybe not, not for you. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And then also, um, we've gotten quite a few requests for podcast help. So we mentioned that we started helping people with their podcast. So if, if it's either that you're launching your podcast, or you need help editing your podcast, or you just need some coaching with your podcast, feel free to reach out to us. Um, you can reach out to us at soultribepodcast.gmail.com. We'll put that info below as well. And we can just have a Zoom call, we see what you need, and then we figure out how it's best to work with you and with your needs. And we're really excited because I know for us, the podcast has been such a huge and important milestone in our, I want to say business, but also in in our community. So I know that that could be so important for each and every one of you if you will feel called in that direction to start a podcast. So um, it's been great to us and I'm definitely so happy we started it. I, I don't know where we'd be if we didn't have this podcast. Like it really has changed yeah, our lives know. in such amazing ways and met so many amazing people. Like I just feel so grateful in that sense. So yeah, definitely reach out if you feel like you want some help with that. And then uh, we actually just created, so you guys all know we do, you know, our Akashic Records level one in English. So we have that on our Udemy site and also on our own website, which is under our Thinkific. Um, it's, it's, we say Thinkific because that's the platform we use, but it's actually our site. So we always include our link. Um, but now we've actually translated. We've translated that into Spanish, the whole manual, everything. And we put that on Udemy. Um, so we will include that link below. So if you know anybody that speaks Spanish and has been looking for an Akashic Records level one course, definitely uh, share that with them. Or if you speak Spanish and you prefer Spanish to English, that too, because I know there's quite a few of you guys that, um, that do speak Spanish. So, so yeah, I don't know if you want to add anything else, Lou. No, just that, that, that course, we just got that up. It was a lot of work to translate everything. Yes. We had to go out of our comfort zone to explain all the cash records in Spanish. <laughs> so it was like us really getting out of our comfort zone. But um, yeah, it's up. We're really proud of ourselves for doing it. It's the same course as the one in English. It's just in Spanish for those that can't you know, follow the English one. So yeah, if you know anybody who's been wanting to learn, it's Udemy's, you know, they do sales all the time. It's, it's a pretty cheap platform. We wanted to make sure that, you know, if you can't, if you can't afford to do the course, you know, on our, on our Thinkific or on, you know, Zoom, Zoom, you know, person to person kind of classes that we do, you still have the option to, to go to Udemy. So we'd like that we can give that option as well. Yeah, it's amazing. So we're, we're working on level two, like we said before. So that should, that should be ready in a few months. And we're really excited about that. So make sure if you are interested in doing level two and you've done level one with us already to sign up, we have the sign up form on the show notes. So you can sign up there and we can keep you on our list because we will, it's going to be a slow start to that. And we're going to create different classes. So um, definitely sign up. And we'll keep you on, we'll keep you basically in the loop with what's going on and when everything yeah. starts. We still have, we have half the manual done. Um, so we have the other half to still create and we're downloading it with the masters. So it's a process um, and it's, it's pretty extensive. We're making sure that nothing's missing. What we, the masters are making sure that nothing's, <laughs> nothing's missing, <laughs> but they're doing it in the style that we want to teach it. And, and of course that, that vibrates with them. That's why they're our masters. Um, but I think the idea would be that that should be done by July, I think. So we'll probably be coming up with a date in July, I believe. Right. Yeah. And it's, it will be on zoom first. So, um, because the whole process of creating an actual online course takes a lot longer and we want to really be hands-on with it at the beginning because it is all new material. It is about reading other people and it's a lot more, um, it, there's a lot more responsibility with it, so you want to make sure we're really hands-on at the beginning to make sure that if there's any anything you need, we're there, but also that the information is being communicated in the best way possible. So yeah. we're excited. Yep. 
The only thing I want to add is that I'm still doing um, my angelic healing oh, the yeah. monthly. Yeah, it's been it's been amazing. I've gotten quite a few people, and it's been just so cool to be able to connect more with the angels and archangels and the angelic realm to send the healings. It's distance healing, so anybody from anywhere can sign up. I'm doing it super cheap because the idea is for the angelic realm to send more energy down and help more people. And the more energy that comes down here, the more that the collective in itself vibrates. So it's like a win-win for everybody. So it's three sessions you get in a month. It's spread out. So you get like a nice balanced month of receiving their energy. Um, And those three sessions, the total is 33 euros, like super cheap. (laughs) Um, And so all you have to do is go to my website, luciaespiga.com. And under my services, you'll see that there's a sign up button and I'll take you to a sign up form. And then from there, we just kind of connect and see where you are in the world and what's more convenient time for you, ETC. Yeah, we'll put that in the show notes too. So you'll have her link there. And I think that's about it. We, I think you, you guys yeah. are up to date with everything. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We have felt called to kind of talk about this, especially with with the courses that we, we teach, but also with messages we've gotten and things like that. So I hope this resonates with, with all of you in some way. And we hope to see you guys next week on our next episode and maybe in our Patreon. So hop on over there if you guys feel called to receive some extra channeled messages and to join us on that Zoom call. We'd love to meet you guys and connect further. So send you guys a big, big hug and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you.